Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty in San Diego. And I am Brian Kochi, Media and Marketing Director with the Whistle Realty Group here in San Diego. And Brian is a really stepping up the, the marketing side of his media and marketing director. I really am. You are. I'm proud Thank of you, you, man. Thank you. We, during COVID, we've, we've spent a lot of time looking into our systems, uh, fine-tuning them, building them out stronger, getting a better communication strategy with, with our database. I'm, I'm really happy with how it's looking. Proud of you, man. Thanks, dude. Yeah, so the goal of the show is to give you the tools and techniques that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really any business out there. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have. We don't like to guess at what you want to hear about. We just listen to what you want to hear about. And the way to ask those questions is to go to our Facebook group, The Whistle Way. Best way to get there is go to thewhistleway.com where you can join the Facebook group. You can also subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, and find out about upcoming events that we have going on, like our Media Mayor Mastermind event, which essentially shortcuts your learning curve when it comes to creating media. Uh, Brian and I have been together five and a half years. You can learn everything that we have created over the last five and a half years in 16 hours worth of content. So we do those in person in a two-day event. We're also doing them online as well. So you can check all of that fun stuff out at thewhistleway.com. All right, Brian, what is our topic today? So our topic today, I wanted to kind of flip the script on you here. And uh, I want to know if, if someone just gets licensed here in San Diego and they're going against, say, a veteran agent, maybe like yourself. How about Dan Beer? Okay. About they're going against Dan. Okay. They're going against Dan Beer. Love you, Dan. Um, so, so they just get licensed and they know they're going on a listing appointment with against Dan. How do they compete? I mean, he's been in here for... I don't, 15, 20 years in this market, has killer systems, killer farming. How does a, a younger, in terms of experienced agent, come in and not only compete, but beat someone um, on a listing or, or a buy side? Yeah. So <laughs> this is kind of <laughs> weird, right? I'm literally giving people the blueprint of how to beat me. This is fun. <laughs> but let's do it. That's, this is what people want to hear. So let's give it to them. Um, so the, the number one way real quick. And if you're in the San Diego market, you can't listen to this. Yeah, you have just to like, turn it off, turn off now. The don't end. Pay any attention. Thanks so much for joining uh, the whistle way. Yeah. Anyways. All right. If you're outside <laughs> of San Diego, here's how you beat the, uh, the local <laughs> expert. Um, here's what tends to happen over time with veteran agents is they get complacent. Number one thing that happens with a veteran agent over time is they get very, very complacent they do not adapt at all. They're not up on the trends. They're not up on the data. They're not up on the technology. Um, they're, they're, they just you know, kind of rely on their name. And they go into presentations every single time and they're just like, whatever, I'm the shit. You're, you, people are just gonna hire me because I'm the shit. And the I'm the shit mentality is not going to work for them. Um, if you come in and you have your shit together, if you're up on your game. So a few of the ways to really be up on your game is you've got to role play. The analogy I use, and, and I probably have beaten this horse to death, but we work in an industry where we have the opportunity to earn NFL, NFL money, money, but we have to put in NFL effort if we want to make that NFL money. And so if you think about the NFL, these guys train practice, watch video, hit the weights, do strength and conditioning, all this stuff, two to 3,000 hours per year 
to play in, assuming the season starts when it's supposed to this year, for 17 games, of which they're only on the field for half of those games. So they are putting two to 3,000 hours of effort in for eight and a half hours of actual performance time. Sounds about right. Think about that. Let's just call it 2,000. Let's just say it's only 2,000. They're putting in 2,000 hours of effort for eight and a half hours of performance time. But here we are as realtors where we can make the same amount of money as an NFL player, but we don't want to role play what we say on the phone. We don't want to role play what we say at the appointment. It's crazy. So if you want to have an opportunity to beat the, the established veteran in your area, you've got to have your shit together. You've got to role play what to say. Because the reason that the NFL players put as much effort in as they do is when they line up on the field, they want to know that if the other team lines up in this formation, then I've got to do that. And if they line up in that formation, I've got to do this. They know exactly what to do just solely based on the way the other team lines up. The better job you do of that same thing in the real estate industry, the better probability you're going to have to be able to beat that veteran. Okay. So that's a big thing is you've got to practice it because you've got to know when they give you this objection, boom, got it. When they give you that objection, boom, got it. You know it. And it's not that you have to figure it out on the fly. You've role played it. You've practiced it a hundred freaking times, right? It's easy. Um, there's, there's that quote out there. I don't fear the man that knows 10,000 kicks. I know fear the man who knows one kick that he's done 10,000 times. It's that same thing. You've got to just build this muscle memory where you do this over and over again so that when somebody gives you an objection, you can snap back and have that response ready. Well, one of the objections you need to be ready to is why should I hire you versus, you know, the uh, Edgar, the expert agent in the area, right? Like, how do you beat Edgar? Well, cool. You should know who all of the expert agents are in your area. You need to know. You do your research on who they are. You know every freaking data point about them. You know what's their average days on market. You know what's their average sale price to list price ratio. You know the average amount of times that they reduce their price on every single listing. You know how many expired listings they have. You know everything about them. Now, in a perfect world, do you know their numbers, say, again, San Diego, as per what they do in San Diego? Or do you say, okay, well, this house is in Santee. Let's look at their Santee numbers and compare them to my San... I'm, again, I'm a new agent, so I probably don't have any deals in Santee. So, okay, even if I do know their numbers, how do I combat that? Oh, their average days on market is 43. Well, I've never sold one in this neighborhood, so... So how does that work into it? So that's where you want to get as much data points as you can. You could look at their data points for the entire county. You could look at their data points for just Santee. Then you're going to look at their days on market. You're going to look at all of these different things. You're going to pull the three or four data points or one or two data points that you know you can beat them in. And you should know that part of your scripting. If you're going into a listing presentation, you should always be asking you know, if they're interviewing anybody else, if they've mentioned that at some point in the conversation, don't be afraid to ask who they're interviewing. That's okay. Don't, don't feel like that's weird. Ask who they're interviewing. And that way you could put all the cards on the table at the appointment. The fact that you could show up to that appointment and you go through and and you do your whole, your spiel. And then it gets to the point and they say, well, why should I hire you over Edgar? You're like, well, let me tell you a little bit about how Edgar and I compare to each other. And then you're like, my average days on market is 30 and Edgar's is 60. My um, average sale price to list price is 99.5, or his is 96. That's why you should hire me, because I'm going to put more money in your pocket in less time. And you bring the data and you show it. 
Um, so knowing who your competition is, knowing their numbers, that can be huge. And just knowing where the chinks in their armor are, because the good thing for you, nobody knows shit about you. Nobody knows where you're weak. But everybody knows, people know where I'm weak, right? People know where Dan Beer's weak, people know where Mary Maloney's weak, people know where, you know, everybody has their weaknesses, and so it's easier for them to capitalize on it. The good thing for you, as the, the new agent in town, nobody knows any of your issues. <laughs> when they, so I was like, oh, I'm, I'm interviewing Bob Smith. And the agent's like, Edgar's like, Bob Smith? He doesn't even know who you are. And now he has nothing negative to say about you. would be like, oh, well, I don't, I've never heard of him before. Like, that's probably not going to sound very good to the seller. Like, he's going to sound like a pompous asshole if he says something <laughs> like that. So, um, so that, that's a very important part of it. The other thing is you have to really be up on your trends and your technology. Because the veteran, a lot of times, they're doing the same listing presentation today that they did five years ago, that they did 15 years ago. They haven't adapted. They haven't changed. When you can come in there and present some new tools, some new technology, some new tactics that that veteran is not using, you can really wow people. So when you can come in there and tell them about how you're utilizing Census Bureau data that tracks where the migration patterns are, and so you know the areas that people are moving into the city from, um, and they're going to run targeted ads because you also know the demographics of those people that are moving into the city and you're going to run targeted social media ads to those areas and you're going to custom tailor the message to the audience to attract people in. Like, I bet you Edgar's not doing that. Edgar's like, well, I've sold 422 homes in this area. That's why you should hire me. And you actually come in with some data and some strategy that, that Edgar's not talking about. That can also help you stand out because now you bring this fresh idea and this fresh concept. All right, hot seat. You did this really well. That's why I rolled my eyes because I'm like, damn it, that, you kind of stole my question. But I wanna, I'm going to put you on a, a hotter seat. Give me three new tools, tips, technologies that you've, you've implemented within the last three years that you, you wow sellers with. Yeah, so I just gave you one. Yep. Um, number two, the 360 tours that we're doing right now. So like Matterport's been around for a long time. Zoom's been around for a long time. But there's a technology now that combines Zoom and Matterport together in one system. It's called iSpy360. Um, and their system is pretty freaking killer. So now while somebody's taking the 3D tour on your website, the they can hit a button and it'll direct connect them to you via video chat so you guys can be video chatting while they're taking the 360 tour like you live demo that for somebody you look like a complete badass when you do that um so that would be number two uh number three what's another one that's that's on the newer side that really wows people I'm trying to think of something that's newer it's like what we've implemented versus other people. What about, this is kind of cheating because I'm telling you, but what about using um, call action for gated communities when you do open houses? There you go. Thanks for, thanks for the <laughs> nudge. Yeah, Brian's a team player. Um, so, you know, San Diego, we don't have a ton of gated communities, but a lot of other cities across the country, there's gated communities everywhere. Um, you go out to like Arizona or in some of these places, it's, um, everything is gated. So. We utilize a system called call action, and there's, there's others out there, but what we do is we have little note cards made um, that are laminated. They go on the call box at the front of the community, and so when somebody needs to access it, um, they show up, they, you know, what most agents, they put like their phone number on the call box. It's like, call me for the code. Well, like, if I'm in the open house and I'm showing the place to somebody and my phone rings, like, I'm a dick if I answer the phone while I'm in a good conversation with somebody. 
Um, so now if somebody calls it, they don't get an answer. They just leave and go to the next house. So uh, I just set it to where it says Texas number, text the word gate to 555122, whatever. And then it auto responds to them with the gate code, with directions how to get to the unit. But then the magic of that is that it automatically puts them into my database now so I can make sure that I follow up with them. So just in the unlikely event that they come through the gate and then leave, I could captured their contact information already, which is a beautiful thing. And this is um, something you can even do now where we're doing appointment only open houses coming up soon. Yeah. We can still utilize that, tweak it a little bit. Uh, you know, when you're here, text whatever, yeah. and it can start dripping them with information about the property or the community. Yep. So, yep cool. uh, and then just another thing that you want to mention is the fact that, you know, if you know the other person's information, maybe they do have 30, 40, 50 listings. And let them know, hey, you know, the problem when you hire Edgar is you're just one of 50 to Edgar, right? Like Edgar's spreading his attention, and his love amongst 50 people. When you work with me, I only work with five clients at a time. <laughs> Might not be by choice, <laughs> but maybe hey, I only work with five clients at any given time because I don't want to be spread too thin to where I can't give you that personal one-on-one -on -one attention. When you work with Edgar, you're gonna be working with his team. You're rarely ever gonna get the opportunity to talk with Edgar. So if it's important to you that you have one point of contact from cradle to grave and you don't have to deal with a hundred other people, you stem want somebody- Stem to stern. Stem to stern, yep. Uh, if you wanna deal with one person the entire time, that's the beauty of working with me is you're not just one of 50, you're not just another number, you're one of five. And all my attention is focused on those five clients. So. There's, those are few. Hopefully cool. that's enough. That, that should help get people on the right track. Um, and then the last thing to mention is just, look, if you're, if you're literally brand new, you've never had a listing in your entire life, you've never represented a buyer in your entire life, you're part of a team or you're part of a brokerage, uh, leverage your team, leverage your brokerage. Like, hey, you know, part of being with eXp Realty is we're on the, the number one team in the area. Um, and lean on the stats for EXP or lean on the stats for Whistle Realty Group or, or whatever it is that you're a part of. And if you're brand new and you're not on a team, get your ass on a team. Do yourself <laughs> a favor. I, I'm sure we got a video we can link up in the show notes about joining a team. Because one of the biggest mistakes brand new agents make is they don't start out on a team. Get your ass on a team. It's one of the best things you can do if you're new. Cool. All right, guys. <laughs> so... Hopefully you guys got some value out of that. What we like to do here as we wrap the show up is we want to talk about what we refer to as the whistle widget of the week. And this is something that we are utilizing in our business that either saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. So Brian, what is your widget this week? So my widget came out of necessity. Um, I've been working with my media team in the office. Uh, sometimes we're transferring large files back and forth when we're editing videos and or anything like that. We're initially all planned to do it, but then I run out of time and say, hey, Tom, I need you to edit this video. Well, Dropbox is great, but when I say, hey, I need you to edit this by the end of the day, and I'm uploading 60 gigs of data, that's not the best solution. Uh, thumb drives are great, but if I recorded a 30-minute video in HD, it's going to be larger than the thumb drive can allow. I think it allows up to 4 or 8 gigs max file size. So I just got a small... Uh, portable SSD, solid state drive. And so it's just like a hard drive. It's it's basically a big thumbnail. Nope. Thumb drive. Shut Save up. that clip. Shut up. It's basically a big thumb drive. So um, you get the best of the thumb drive aspect of it, meaning it's solid state. You can shake it up. You can drop it. It's not going to break your spinning disc. Don't drop it, though. Um, but it's also 
gets the benefit of a hard drive where you get much larger sizes. I think this is 500 gigs, and I got it for like 100 bucks. So this I'm able to transfer. It's USB 3.0, so it transfers really fast. I'm able to transfer a ton of data, give it over to Tom or or Chad or Cody, and they're able to edit things really quickly rather than, yeah, I'll get it over to you 45 minutes later on a hard drive or whatever. So that's my widget of the week. All right. I'm glad that we've got that thumbnail. Cool. Good job. <laughs> I messed up one word. Thanks. Thumbnail. I would never just like hang on one person's mess up like that. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm not that kind of guy. All right. Um, mine, also, mine also comes out of necessity. <laughs> um, if you are an extremely high D like I am on the disc profile, uh, you have a very, very short attention span. And oftentimes you find yourself needing to do multiple things at once. Otherwise, you get super fidgety and uh, restless. And so this is a fun one. I actually got this fun little tool here from my boy Tom Ferry. This is known as a fidget spinner. And for those of you that are extremely high Ds that have a tendency to be on a Zoom with somebody and then have to feel the need to have your phone in your hand and to be playing with your phone while you're on a Zoom with somebody or uh, while you're on a phone call with somebody, you've got to play around with a pen or something like that. This fidget spinner has helped my sanity a lot. Or if you have a th uh, three-year-old daughter, it's yeah. a great tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works for three-year-olds and 38-year-olds. It's great. Um, this thing is something that really helps. Just to, It helps me feel complete because when you have a hard time paying attention to things and you would like to do 10 things at once, it's better that you'd be playing with a fidget spinner than playing on your phone while you're in a, on a Zoom or in a conversation with somebody. So if you just need something to help you out, you're feeling a little fidgety, get you a fidget spinner. Can okay. you do any uh, fidget tricks? No, I'm, no I, I, I done broke this thing. Like It's falling apart. So but. Kyle needs a new fidget spinner. If you want to be Kyle's best friend, get him a thousand pack from Alibaba. It's going to cost you $14. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it'll be here in six months. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, all right, guys. Well, hopefully you got a lot of value out of the show. If you have questions you'd like us to answer on the show, just go to thewhistleway.com. Join our Facebook group through there, and that's where you will ask your questions. While there, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, and find out about upcoming Media Mayor Mastermind events that we have going on. Hopefully we'll have some in-person events before the year is over. Hopefully. I hear there's some cities that uh, – are already allowing larger gatherings. So I'm feeling pretty good about us getting one in before the year's over, before Brian has his little baby. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, pretty exciting. So go to thewhistleway.com to make that happen. Outside of that, I hope you guys got a lot of value out of the show today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. See you guys.